Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I'm certainly glad you joined me again today. I'm Pastor Tom Doherty, one of the pastors of Cloverdale Church of God, formerly the senior pastor, but now I'm just one of the associates having a great time running missions and and follow up and dealing with people. And I'm telling you what, my life has become a lot less stressful. I've given it all to Pastor Alan Haney, and he is running with it and doing a fabulous job. You know, I'm 67 now, and I'm winding down a little bit, but I'm enjoying life, and I'm still on the station. I don't know how much longer I'll do this. I'll just do it as long as the Lord leads me to do this. But, man, we just want to touch lives, and we want to love people. I want you to think about some things for a moment. You know, you decide you want to go for a getaway. Listen to this. Put yourself in this scenario. You want to go to get away. So you're looking at some possible choices. And today I am your travel agent, travel agent Tom Doherty. Yes, and by the way, send me that check, would you, because I'm your travel agent? No, not really. But I'm giving you a couple options of what to do. So what would you choose? Well, one option is, hey, I'm going to send you to Palm Springs, and I'm going to put you in a little bungalow out in the desert, and you can ride dune buggies or do whatever you want and and enjoy yourself there. And then that looks pretty nice, right? Well, then, or you can go to the beach. I'm going to send you to the uh, I'm going to t- send you to the Oregon coast because I've been there before, and maybe down to uh, Lincoln City area. Put you in a nice condo and let you enjoy the beach. Probably the obvious choice you would probably choose the beach because you don't want to be out in 120 degree weather. I don't know, maybe not. But so that you get to know your desired location, I have two places to offer you, and one gives you a feel of uh, just kind of uh, a rustic comfort in a sense and yet being in the great outdoors. And the other one gives you a, a sense of beauty where you're smelling the ocean mist. You know, and that's just kind of like in the sense of too, is like if I said, hey, okay, I'm going to give you two more choices here later on in the summer. I'm going to send you to a beautiful, beautiful condo on the, on the Payette River that overlooks overlooks the river. In fact, I have a friend, my friend Mike has a condo that overlooks the, not the river, but the lake. And he has two lounge chairs out in a, out in a uh, glass balcony that just looks out over the water. It is incredible. We've stayed there before. It's awesome. So it's beautiful. So that that's one of your choices. And the op- other option is going up about 30 miles uh, above McCall into the into the um, mountain there, into the timber, and there's a place, there's a cabin. There's no running water. There's an outhouse that can be used, but it, it's, it's beautiful out there, you know, but it's, it's going to be more rustic. So which one would you choose? You know, which one would you enjoy the most? And maybe the last scenario is this, uh, maybe this might hit home a little more. You want to sit and watch either a three-hour football game or a long movie, or uh, in choice seats, or maybe sit in a hardwood chair and uh, and watch something for three hours. Well, most people would choose the lounge chair. In fact, now you go to the theaters, they have these, uh, I know Majestic has these lounge chairs that go up and they're wide and, they, and they're even heated. So if you're cold, you can turn the heat on. One thing I am never is cold, but uh, and then over at the new real theater over in Eagle, they 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 have something similar, but their lounge chairs are really wide. I mean they're 
man, I think almost two of you can fit in one of those. And man, they're just, they're so comfortable. But if you had that and you had a hardwood chair to watch a movie, what would you choose? Well, obviously, there's ridiculous questions because you would choose that which is comfortable. Well, society places a high value on comfort. That's what we do. We we want to be comfortable. And sometimes people aren't comfortable. They don't want to go to church because they're uncomfortable. They, You know why? They're afraid they're going to be convicted. They're afraid they're going to be under, under uh, uh, their conscience is going to get to them. We like being comfortable. I've told you many times my idea of camping trip isn't sleeping around a tent. I want a nice soft bed with a slick, cool sheets and a cozy comforter. In a certain way, all of us have our comforts in life. You know, every one of us. And so I, I just, uh, I like being comfortable. That's one reason. I, I mean, I like going out in the in the uh, camping area. I don't do it often. Last year we went out and I slept in a van. We took the seats out in a van. I put a, uh, a mattress, air mattress in the van, slept on it. But it still wasn't comfortable. I didn't sleep very good that night and and I had to open the door to go outside to use the restroom in the middle of the night. It was not comfortable. I was worried about a bear chasing me down. That's happened to me before. And, uh, you know, we just like comfortable. You know, I mean, I do like going out and barbecuing a hamburger and a hot dog when you're out there and s'mores, that kind of thing. But if I, my idea would be to be in a nice motel and then go out for the day and then come back that night to my nice motel to be able to sleep comfortably. You know, there is a danger, though, in loving comfort too much. See, it seems that we've continued to put more and more on emphasis on being comfortable and uh, and getting a faith that will suit us. Calling the shots, saying what Jesus thinks we should do instead of what the Word of God tells us to do. Oh, we don't want to do that because that's just not our style. Well, no matter the style, it's the Word of God. You follow the Word of God because heaven's eternal. This world, you might live to be 90. We have, we had six 90-year-olds in our church. We had one pass this year. We have six and another one just turned 90. And you know what? That's a long, long life. But we are after this life. It's going to be for eternal life. My mom and dad and two brothers and son are all experiencing eternal life with Jesus. They're enjoying the bounties of heaven, which I will someday enjoy too. But I want to be prepared. I want to know my Lord, my Savior, my Master. We come to our nice building cool in the summer and warm in the winter. Our chairs are padded and comfy. In fact, I have to work at keeping you awake when I when I preach, when I preach to my people. But I don't preach much anymore. But when I did, you know, hey, you got to make sure that uh, people stay awake because they're awful comfortable, comfortable in there. So I might use some voice inflections. Hey, you guys, get with it. Hey, you know, I, I get pretty emotional sometimes and wound up. I remember when I was young, when I first started preaching about 20 two or three or four or something. I was in Vancouver. I mean, not in Vancouver, in Ellensburg, Washington. My dad pastored a church of about 25 in his older age. And he said, Tom, why don't you speak? He said, I just want to warn you, though. There's a man that sits in the back row. He's elderly, and he falls asleep, and he snores during the sermon. And I thought to myself, he's not going to snore during my sermon. I'm not going to allow that to happen. So we got going, preaching. Sure enough, this man he was out like a light and snoring, 
and everybody in church and hearing them, and it's like, oh my goodness. So I would use some voice and in fluctuations, and it still didn't wake him up. He was out like a light, you know. Uh, but even our Bibles are bound in nice, soft leather, easy for our hands. You know, we live in a very comfortable society. But what happens when we're not comfortable? What happens when we're pushed? Well, what happens is usually growth because we're learning to make it through things. We get to the spiritual side, we settle in, and our lives get padded with easy, feel-good teaching, and eventually the message of the Lord becomes more of a moral code to live by. Remember the scripture uh, that says this in Luke 9, 23, like I shared the other day, Jesus says, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. You know, how do people look at the cross? So what do we do when we look at the cross? Does comfort come to our mind? It's pretty hard to ignore the cross if you're a Christian. What happens eventually is the cross becomes comfortable. The cross gets pushed to the back of our sermons and our Bible studies and making an annual appearance on Easter. Suddenly churches aren't talking about the cross or salvation or coming to Jesus. And even though it's on our T-shirts and hangs around our necks, we end up with a comfortable cross. I know, what are we supposed to do, right? The cross is a tough sell. It's bad enough that Jesus had to die on the cross, but why did he have to go and insist we pick up our crosses daily and follow him? The cross for many has become a meaningless symbol. I once saw someone with a, a cross on. I thought, oh, they must be a Christian. And I asked him, oh, I like your necklace. Well, why you wear that? Oh, he said, oh, it's this cool piece of jewelry, something to that nature. And I thought, oh, my goodness, a cool piece of jewelry. The cross is what matters. Jesus Christ went to the cross and died on a cruel cross for all our sins, that we would have life and have it more abundantly and live eternally with him. We sometimes don't want to scare people away, so we avoid discussing about the cross and the sacrifice that was made. We really want to just preach comfortable messages. Nowadays, we're getting in churches, people are just preaching comfortable messages. We don't want people to be uncomfortable. What if a guest comes that Sunday? We don't want them to be uncomfortable. People of God, we have got to preach the word. Tom Doherty, you've got to preach the word. Pastor Allen, you've got to preach the word. Pastors in this city, preach the word of God. Stand fast on his truth. Sometimes we avoid tough sermons. The sermons that take people from being a fan to a follower. We don't dare talk about biblical tithing because then we're accused of talking about money all the time. I don't want to come to church. You talk about money all the time. You know, the chance of matter is someone may just randomly their first time, maybe a sermon you're doing on tithing that happens, but do you avoid it? Absolutely not. It's a piece of our Christianity. It's a piece of honoring God. We wouldn't have pastors today. We wouldn't have leaders today. If people didn't tithe, you wouldn't have a church building. You couldn't pay your your uh, electricity bill, you know, but God takes care of those people. And we just, we've got to preach God's word and let people be sharp. And hopefully people will be convicted by the Holy Spirit and respond to it. We want to follow God's ideas as long as they're comfortable, as long as it fits our ideals. If it starts to stretch us, watch out. We many times get sucked into just 
just going along with the crowd. Well, I've got to go today. We're going to finish this up tomorrow. I pray your day is filled with His glory. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.